0: Get ready for a transformation. But in this kingdom, we start growing. We are replacing those carnal thoughts with the word of God. Our minds are renewed to the word of God. At that time, glory, glory, glory. So when we are speaking, we are speaking from knowledge. Or you wake up and say, Hey, eh? Bunga fish, angari? Glory to God! I took it in the dream. I will never take it in life. In the name of Jesus! See, I'll never be poor. Ah! Jesus Christ! Pay attention to everything I'm going to show you. Another life-changing moment with Apostle Peters. Precious Holy Spirit, thank you for your teaching anointing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for receptive hearts, listening ears, Thank you, Lord. I pray that everything that you have reserved, every good thing, every good blessings that you've reserved for your people that we have today, amen. in the mighty name of Jesus, amen. All right, um, I don't know how to tell you enough, but I believe, or I hope, that you're taking what I'm telling you seriously, especially about 2021, 20, your finances. Because you see, sometimes you wonder how people hear you. Jesus said, Take heed what you hear. Then on another occasion, He said, Take heed how you hear. You see how many people want to, they want to know what the mind of God, what's God saying? Just tell me what God is saying. If you tell me what God is saying, I'll do it. What what's God's plan? What's God's and so on and so forth. And then after you tell them, you'll be amazed how some of them will still act. You'll be amazed. You know, it's a privilege for God to reveal something to you. It's just such a wonderful privilege. That's why you see, when you have a pastor that sees, is a plus for you, the members. Now, when God revealed something to me about 2021, and I still communicated to everybody, I tried to carry everybody along. I didn't keep it to myself. I didn't keep it to myself and my family and say, oh, no, 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 we will do better this time around. In fact, God said to tell you. He said, tell them. And then he gave the instruction on what we should do. So that when that year comes. For us. You won't even feel it. Like he says. You will not know when he comets. Talking about that man. Who follows the Lord. He says that man will not know when he comets. 2020. I believe you know. They said, right now, Nigeria is in a recession period. Recession. Do you know what recession is? Recession. When the economy is bad. So it's a recession period. And the Lord told us that this year is our year of prosperity. He saw it ahead that there will be a recession. But he told us, can you imagine, it's contradictory. How can God say this is our year of prosperity when there would be a recession. And dear Jesus, precious Jesus, I've just been having a glorious time. Don't have any business with any recession. Because God already told us ahead. And we are in a year of prosperity and we are, we are enjoying it because God said it ahead. Do you know how people are lamenting out there? Do you know how much they are lamenting? and God said to me some of the things that happened in 2020 will spill over into 2021 and specifically he said there will be hardship for many listen there are two sides to the sword as there are two sides to the coin there are those that in 2021 boy They will rise. I mean they will shine brighter. But God, God, God has a principle. God wants to do it. You know anytime God wants to do something, He he will tell you what to do first. So that He can do it. Because God is the God of principle. Once you do what He asks you to do, He will be able to have the full right to move on your behalf. It's God's choice. And it's always God's joy. The Bible says he takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. He always loves it when his children are doing well. He loves it. He makes him boast about you. He loves it. Don't think God likes it when you are not doing well. Say God is trying to use it to keep me humble. No, doesn't keep people humble with that kind of thing. Because in reality, you cannot know a man that is humble when the man is poor. A poor man is forced to be humble, he has no choice than to be humble. So if you want to know when somebody is humble or when God wants to test humility is when you have something. Because when you have something it will puff you. But for you to put down yourself that's humility. And to God that's what he describes as real humility. So God doesn't use poverty to keep you humble. No. He doesn't do that. He's not interested in keeping you humble with poverty. Poverty is the weapon of the enemy. And that's why in your life You must break it. Do you understand? You must break it. You break poverty. Listen, 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 listen. I want you to understand this very well. There is no way that you can be prosperous at the level that you are looking at. I don't know the level you're looking at, but I have the level that I'm looking at for myself. Real, real big level. Now, at the level, there is no way you can be prosperous at the level that you're at that high level that you're looking at, without you sowing seeds, it is not possible. It is not. See, do you know what it means? Not. It's not possible. It's not. I'm not saying it's hard. It's not possible. It's not. Why? Because it's God's principles. You cannot pray to be rich. Yeah, you're praying. Oh, Lord, make me rich. Oh, Father, make me rich. Now, listen to me. Listen to me. This is where you may mess it up. You say, but what about so and so? He's not even born again, but he's rich. Listen to me. We are in God's kingdom. And in God's kingdom, we follow God's principles, the kingdom principles. If you are outside the kingdom, that's another thing entirely. Those people will never end up with God. So anyhow, they get the money is none of God's business, because their deal is with the devil. But for us in the kingdom, God always wants us to get our money clean. And then he wants to put the money into your hands. You see that? But there are principles. Do you know that in the kingdom of God, as young as she is, and as young as he is, there could be millionaires. That your age is not a limitation. To how far you can go. Listen, if you can, just follow the principles. Let me tell you. Do you notice, those that receive more, more, are those that are not religious. Religious folks don't really receive from God. Because they are tied up in their religiosity. They are always thinking, they are always calculating. It's a lie. Like, can God actually do it like that? But the one that is not religious, like faith, they say this, he does it. The next thing, he receives Childlike faith. And you cannot receive from God except you have childlike faith. Childlike faith means that you just trust God. A child's behavior could be foolish. Let me tell you, a father goes down, down the stairs, and the fa- the child is off, and the father says, come, that the child should jump. You know, for a child, the child will be ready to jump. The father says, jump, I'll catch you. Now, that child trying to jump is called childlike faith. He has faith in the father. He, he's not calculating it with his head. He just has this faith that his father would catch him, even if the father intended not to catch him. If the intention of the father is not to catch him, but because... <laughs> Because he trusts the father. He knows the father. He knows his face. He says, come, he will just. Even if that father does not have the ability to catch it. It's called childlike faith. Anybody with childlike faith will always swim in miracles. So you see, after talking and talking. I'm explaining and explaining. I still went on WhatsApp. Narrated out of my convenience. Start typing and piping. Make sure you give towards this. Make sure you sow seed. Make sure you prepare for 2021. This is God's instruction. Do you know that some people still did not get it? Some people still did not get it. That's the way it is today. When you say, hello, you tell everybody, the secret to make wealth. General secret. Do you know some people will still not be rich? They they will still not. There is something about their thinking. They will still not get it. And then you now wonder, okay, so what else do you want God to do? He told you the secret. You said you want to know his mind. He told his mind. You want to know his plan. He has revealed his plan. So what is going on? So what are you doing about it? Me, that I'm telling you, I am doing something big about the same thing. you know the seed I'm sowing? I'm, I'm sowing a seeds that I've never sowed before in my life. That's what I'm, I'm going to sow. Because I mean business. I'm, joking. I'm not joking. Listen, I've tasted, I know what it means to lack. Because I've been there. Then I know it, what it means to have. It's not a good place when you lack. It's not a good place. There are things in your heart that you want to do but you are limited not because you don't you you don't want to do that. Some people even think that ah this one this one is not exposed. You are exposed, it's money that is keeping you back. <laughs> this one doesn't know good things. You know good things. You know, on, on Sunday, one of my beloved sons sent me a seed personally for me. You know what I did. As the seed came, my plan is to add to the seed I have. I already told you on Sunday that I had seed. My seed is ready. My seed was ready. I'm adding to that because can't you use your sense? You now take such, you went to spend. Spend what? Listen, I'm not talking about seed of ten thousand or twenty thousand. So don't look at me like that. I said I'm adding. Listen, even the seed that came on Sunday is not, was not in the realms of tens of thousands. So I know what I'm talking about. If you're smart enough, you know that in your life. You move yourself forward. Is this how you're going to continue? And I'm just telling some people, they're they still calculating. They're just, they isn't it funny? Listen, I made up my mind. 2021, I'm going to be far. And 2020. You know, it's like God giving us a blank check. He says, many people will be, you will see how some people will be lifted. Listen, God is not He's not a liar. He cannot be mocked. You will see what will happen. Why some people will be struggling. Some will be flying with ease. You remember that vision I saw here? I saw some people develop wings and suddenly they started flying in our midst. They will fly with ease. You know how an eagle goes? Other birds, when they are flying, they have to flap and flap and flap several times. Not an eagle. It doesn't flap too much. All it needs to do is to flap to get to the air. Once it gets in the air, it starts its joy. Just enjoying. It. It, it will just begin to glide, you know, in the air. Why would that one start still struggling to go? And the Bible calls us egos. You better answer your name. Don't just say by bounce. I'm an ego. Uh-uh. Answer it. The highest kind of giving. Listen. All givings that we talked about. We talked about generous seed and special seed. They are all good giving. They are all precious giving. Generous seed is good. I told you the benefits. As you sow it, you receive. It comes back to you. It's a good one. But the best kind of giving is special seeds. It's in the realm of special seeds. And I told you special seed means you give to a fellow Christian in the name of a Christian because he's a Christian. So you do something good for him. Give to him. That's a good one. Which is good. You give in the house of God. That was a good one, when you give in the house of God. That was really, really good. Then, when you give, I've not mentioned this one, so I want to mention it now because I have to deal with it. When you give in the house of God, first, let me say something about that. You're sowing into the anointing. Now you're sowing when you give in church, you are giving into the ministry of somebody that that church, whatever it is, is the ministry of someone. Now, when you give into the ministry of someone, you become a partner with that person, that man of God. You become his partner, that's why we call what you do partnership. You become his partner in doing what in achieving what God asks him to achieve and that's why in heaven you will share his reward with him, now when I say you share his reward does not mean that um, God will give him 100 and he might say oh yeah, because my share 46 no, that's not it, it means that the same reward that we have based on the instructions that he carried out, is the same listen, this is very sweet it's the same reward that you also have now. You didn't preach, oh, you have no business going about preaching. You didn't preach with Ibo. he was flying about from what place. So, you didn't fly, oh, but what you did, you made it possible for him to achieve it. And God is going to reward you with his rewards. That's why I told you last week, I believe. And there are some people that when you see, you'll be surprised, what are you doing here? You were not with us when we were going about evangelizing. You were not. The guy did some things, or the lady did some things, maybe prayer, intercession, or giving, or something. Okay. So when you give in into a ministry, you become the partner of the man of God. That's in heaven now. I just go to reward in heaven on earth. You have the right because you have become a particle of His grace. You have the right to draw into what is on Him. That's why some people they say the God of this show up and it shows up on their behalf. They are in a situation that is tight, and they say the God of SKC because they are connected, their resources is there. The God of Apostle Victor Peters, you see, and then they get the miracle. Why they are connected, they are his partner. We have partners that we call every month, those that give. Into what we are doing. Hello. I I want to clarify that. It's important. Because when you are doing something. You must know why you are doing it. You are not wasting money. You are doing something. Now apart from all those benefits. There is the benefit of that. That one that can never fail. That's the benefit of give and you shall receive. Your resources is enlarged. Because that's how God does it. When God sees that you give, He enlarges you, so that you can give more. When you do more, He enlarges you again. That's how God, God just moves people from glory to glory. That's the style of doing it. Then, under special seeds, there is the giving to the man of God. Now, you know, I told you, what we are talking about, when I started this series, I said, I will be very plain with you. Some men of God are not plain. Some of them because they are thinking of what the people will say. But when you start thinking of what your people will say, then you can't help them. You know how, how much I have helped SKC members? is because I'm very blunt. I preach as it is. I bring it out from the word of God and I give it to you. I'm not going to preach just to make you comfortable or to like it. I'm going to teach you the truth. Because I was taught the truth. That was what brought me this far. Thank God, thank God for my spiritual growth and those that I met. They, really, they fed me the word. Okay, now some people are reluctant because they say no, we don't want them to know say that um, pastor is using style to beg, okay, for money. Hello, I have never in my life begged any SDC member from the beginning, even when it was glitter, when we were having ministry, it had not become a church, it was just I've never begged. No matter what is going on in my house, even at, at the time that there was issues that God was training us and we were doing giving. I never begged. I have never begged for money. And I would never beg anybody for money. i will never beg any member for money. It will never happen. Because I know what to do to get money. If I want to get money, I know what to do. What do you do? Give. You want money, you give money. So if I'm teaching you, and the same principles are not working for me, it makes no sense. These are the same principles I'm putting to work. So it's not the matter of trying to beg. It's the matter of trying to help your life now. Listen. A man that is anointed is anointed. Why should we be deceiving ourselves? You know the man is anointed. Why are you pretending? Take advantage of the anointing upon his life. You say no. You don't give to a pastor because he has or he does not have. You give for your life. Listen, even when you give to him, if he he doesn't smile at you, or you give to him he's not telling you thank you. Some people get offended. I give to him, he did not tell me thank you. I will not give again. Ah! One time, you know, I believe twice I've experienced this. One time, as a student, you know, we didn't have much money. So, I was coming back from school, I thought of my pastor. Now, this my pastor was a big man, okay? He was a big man. And I thought of my pastor, though he was uh, a student pastor, but he was not a student. He was our pastor. Uh-huh. But he was a big man. So I thought of my pastor as I was going back from this holiday. We've just finished holidaying. So we're coming back to school. I thought, I need to get something from my pastor. I need to get something. Ah, I've been out there since and I'm back now. I need to. So what my money could carry was a pack of handkerchiefs. And I packaged it so well. Brown envelope, it was well packaged. And then I took it to my pastor, it was inside his car, assistants everywhere. So I wanted to give it to him myself. One of the pastors said, No, 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 hold on. You can't give that to him. Ah no, I thought in my heart I have to give it to him. Oh, ah, he must touch his hand. This is my man of God, you know, that anointing. So he said, What is it? Well, why the other pastor was trying to stop me? Because I really wanted to give it to him. While the other pastor was trying to stop me and say "Uh, No, you know know what, you just hold on Maybe you give it to his assistant, the female I said, I want to give it to him myself So when he saw that from inside the car He said, hold on, hold on on." He says, how are you doing? I said, fine, sir So I I handed, I said, sir, this is from me I'm sorry, this is small I'm sorry, this is from me That was my best But when he collected it He said, he didn't know what was there it was in a brown envelope, so I don't know what he was thinking. But he pressed it and said, God bless you. Thank you. But his reaction was not so good. But that was my best. But I was not moved. The most important thing is that I did what I wanted to do. That's one occasion that could have discouraged me. Did I give him next time? I did was the time I planned the seats, it was my best, too, as a student. Do you know what that cost me. At that time, 5,000 naira was big as a student. And I gave that to him in an envelope. He said, oh, God bless you, it was hurrying, I rushed that time, I gave it to him. It was my best. Now, the first time, the way he reacted was discouraging enough. But because I had the understanding that what I was doing was for my life. I mean, in my heart the man is anointed. Why should I deceive myself? He's anointed. You cannot be angry with somebody that is anointed. Don't you get it? Even if you don't need him, the anointing. And that's where we make the mistakes. I will talk about that shortly. The second time I experienced it was when I sent my pastors to take <laughs> a hamper on a Christmas to another pastor, a man of God that I revered so much. Did you know how much I gathered that money? That amper cost me about 10000 or over. To get. At the time, we were struggling at home. We were struggling at home to eat. The Christmas, we were not so sure about it. I gathered that money, took the hamper, so I called my pastors. I said, can you help me take this to pastor so and so? It took days before the amper got to him first. Then we talked several times. He did not mention it. Afterwards, I had to be the one to mention, sir, I sent you something. Did you get, this? oh, oh, yes, yes. Thank you so much, the Lord bless you. <gasps> you know what God was trying to teach me? God was trying to teach me something. I was not mad at him. I was not mad at him. Because at his level, he would have gotten several hampers. So which one is your own that you are? But I was not mad at him. I just felt that God was trying to teach me something. Your giving is for your life. It's not for him. You're not giving for him. Some people say, you know, it's not because I, the pastor that was poor that I now helped out of poverty. Ah! You are about to go down! You don't talk like that about the man of God. Not because of him, but because of the anointing. Do you know what the anointing is? Somebody say, I don't like idolizing men of God. I don't idolize them. You don't have to idolize them; they are idols. That's the fact. You know, when you talk like this. Some people say you push them. Ah, so I know what I'm talking. I'm anointed. I understand it. Men of God are idols. Who, who is an idol? An idol is a, is an image or a representation of a revered personality. So they are the ones representing God here. They are idols. What made them so? That anointing. It's the anointing that changed everything. If that man didn't have the anointing, then leave him. He's an ordinary person. But because he's anointed, he changed everything. I'll show you something shortly. So we are not foolish. When you see us, a chap, if he's my pastor, if you now see me, and I prostrate in front of him on the floor, you say, ah! Ah, this big man from... he's not him. He's the anointing. I know he carries something. He carries something. If you study the whole of the scriptures, brothers and sisters, you see how God deals with those that dishonor the anointing. He didn't take it lightly. Because God felt that that anointing is himself. And what's the anointing? The overflow of God's life. So when you dishonor the anointing, he feels you've dishonored him. And he deals with you. Either the man is wrong or right, he thinks that for the fact that is anointed, that's what we are supposed to look at. Saul was wrong. Just going after David. Trying to kill him. Trying to... Wicked man. But yet, David would never touch him. Never. Because David understood the anointing. There are situations that David should have killed him. But he said, no. No, I won't do it. Let me tell you how God works. If God truly wants to make you great, you know what he does? He sends into your life a man of God. Every time God wants to do something with your life, and that thing is really, really big, He will send a man of God into your life. If what He wants to do is not so big, you don't need a man of God. You can do it yourself. You don't need a man. It's like somebody who, who is going to have a kiosk. If you're going to have a kiosk and you're going to be selling in the kiosk, excuse me, do you need an accountant? You don't. It's not a kiosk. You don't. But if you're going to have a big bank or. A super mall. So, have you ever been to the Malam's shop, are kiosk, and then you want to buy something there, the Malam said, pick pick anything you want to pick. After picking, then you now go there. You now start computerizing it. Malam, in a small shop. <laughs> it's not necessary. Or oh, you have an account that has a desk, this small this kiosk, the account that is seated there in a suit. No, that will never happen. Why? That place is too small. It's too small for that kind of thing. But you get to a super mall. Rather, as you enter, you can see yourself. The camera is there. As you walk in, everything is, you understand, there is an accountant. The, the labor carries the prices. Everything is just different. Some people have kiosk destiny. Yeah. So if you're not looking at them and say, ah, but that guy does not have a man of God. Huh? Leave him. But if your destiny is really, really going to be great, go send someone to your life. The other side of it. When God wants a man to fall, or let's say the devil wants a man to come down, you know what he does? He will steer you up against the man of God. Once you are stirred up against the man of God, your downfall begins. He, no, he doesn't have to do it himself. He doesn't have to. He will just tear you up. You just get angry with the man of God. You speak rudely to the anointed. You may even maltreat. When God, when Esau was about to come down, what happened? He maltreated the man of God. He he himself was a Christian. He was doing well. He knew God. But because the time has come for him to come down now. So, the Bible says, not only did he victimize his people, but the man of God that came to tell him that what you are doing is wrong, he said, take him, put him in prison. And you know what? The Bible says, he developed a sore in his foot. And that saw had no kill. And he died in that saw. And the Bible revealed that not because that saw was so strong, but because he did not speak to the Lord about it. He left God aside. So you see, when you give into a ministry, you become a partner with the man of God. But when you give to a man of God, now listen to this, you become a partner with God himself. And I will explain that shortly. Now, I'm not just talking about a man of God who is doing something. I'm talking a man of God that is fully into ministry, a full-time pastor. You know, there are some people that are not full-time. For a man of God to be full-time means that he has let everything, he has let all, and is ready to serve the people. Brothers and sisters, that's not easy. It takes humility towards God, love for God and people, for you to live what you are doing, live everything else, and all you are going to do all your life is fully serving the people. If God did not call you into full time, and you enter full time, oh, feel sorry for you. But for those that are called into full time, not everybody is called into full time, but for those that are called into full time, it's a real price. Now, such a man of God, how does God take care of him? God uses people. Oh God, let me show you this. Let's look at this. Second Kings. Because somebody says, you know, the man has been preaching since he never told us anything from the Bible. Second, let me show you something now. Are you ready? We we, we gather around. Second Kings, chapter number four, from the eighth verse. Now, and it fell on the day that Elisha passed to. Shunem. Where was a great woman? Beg your pardon. A great woman means the woman was loaded. She has some money. You understand? Some of you women here, you are going to be called great women. Amen. Cash, madam. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. You alone will be able to feed families. Amen. Conveniently. Without any man helping you out. You will do it. Alright now. And she constrained him. She constrained the man of God to eat bread. And so it was that as often as he passed by, this man of God always passed that way, maybe to go to minister somewhere, he turned into that to eat bread. All right, did you see that? Every time the man of God was passing, he would branch so that he would be fed and continue his journey. It was that woman that that started it. He stopped him one day and said, man of God, come in here let just come on. Alright, the Bible says, constrained him. And she said unto her husband, Behold, now I perceive that he is an holy man of God, which passeth by us continually. Let us make a little chamber, I pray thee. Let's build him somewhere, like a guest house on the wall. And let us set for him there a bed, and a table, and a stool, and a candlestick. And it shall be, when he cometh to us, that he shall turn into that, So he will have a place to himself. And it fell on a day that he came thither and he turned into the chamber and lay there. And he said to Gehazi, his servant, call this Shunammite. And when he had called up, she stood before him. Now, this is what is called the prophet's reward. This is one of the benefits you get when you do something for a man of God. Hello. Yes. I want you to catch this now. Ah. Let me tell you, there are some people that when we are on our bed, God can speak to us about them. When we are on our home, on our bed, God can speak to us about them. Before anything evil comes, God will tell us first. When I mean us, now I mean the man of God. God will tell you first before anything evil happens to that one. Anything that will hurt that one that is. God will tell you first. God will not let that thing happen without you knowing first. Why I want to tell you that does not happen to everyone in the church. God does not have to tell you about everyone in the church. Is God is boss, but there are some people that God have no choice than to inform you because if anything evil happens to them and you don't know, you will be hurt. And God knows you have special love for those people, so He will not want you to be hurt. So God we have to communicate to you first. About anything. it that's something that's going to happen next week, next two weeks, next two years, whatever. It doesn't matter. God will communicate to you first about it. Why? Because of their place in your heart. Do you get it? Because you see, God and the man of God are working together. And as long as that man of God obeys God and is submissive to God enough, God will always want to make him happy. Anything that will not make him happy, God will try to remove. Did you see the difference now? So in church, the same way in the whole world today, there are those that are special. I shouldn't say special. More special than the other ones to God. That's the same way to a man of God. There are those that are more special. Everybody is special to him. But there are those that are more special than the other ones. You see, I'm being very plain now. Okay, glory to God. All right. I'm just letting you know the benefits of these things. Now, let's go on. So this, this time now, this is the prophet's reward. The prophet's reward has come. And he called him and said, what what, what do you want? What do you want? Call this Shunammite. And when he had called her, she stood before him. And he said unto him, say now unto her, Behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care. What is to be done for thee? Wouldest thou be spoken for the king? You want me to talk to the king for you or to the captain of the host? And she answered, I dwell among my own people. Now, that was the man of God saying, I know some people that I can tell you, I have influence. I can talk to them for you. She said, No. I uh, said, I also have influence. You understand? Because these people are my people. And he said, What then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, Verily, she has no child. Personal assistant is talking. Verily, she has no child. And her husband is old. The woman, the man of God, Is it that the man of God did not see this? What happened? (coughs) Okay, and he said, call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door, and he said, about this season, about this time, according to the time of life, thou shalt embrace a son. And she said, no, my Lord, thou art man of God, do not lie unto thy heart. Did you see that? She did not even believe. Do you know there are some miracles that you get, even if you don't believe? From a man of God. God is going to have to do it for you. Because of him. You see what's going on. Look at this. She did not even (laughs) believe. What verse now. And the woman conceived. And bare a son. At that season that Elijah had said unto her. According to the time of life. And then. If you read down, you see that that same child was attacked later by the devil, and the same man of God raised the child up. You know why? The relationship continued. Some people, want, once they get what they want from the man of God, they flee. It's true. There are those that are lifted in a particular ministry. When they have been lifted, they thought they have arrived. The man was sent to your life, not just for a period of time, to finish. Oh, God. A man of God that is anointed is is like a ladder. When you climb that ladder, it takes you up. When you get up, that's where some people miss it. After they've gotten up, that ladder is no longer too strong for them. It's not too good. So they kick it off. They've forgotten that it's ladder that brought them there. They will need it to move to the next level. They kick it off. That's why some of them don't go beyond the particular level. God's plan for them is to go up and keep going up and keep going up as they humble themselves to this man of God that looks rugged, poor or something. But well, it's the one that was sent to you. Everyone else, the man of God that is sent, especially if you have a great destiny. Look at this man of God who was sent to this woman. But you know what? It wasn't the man of God that located her. She was the one that located him. Did you, did, did you, did you notice that? She was the one that said, oh man of God, come. She didn't miss it. <laughs> Listen, men of God are packages full of anointing. Especially, I just said it. If you have a pastor that sees things spiritually, plus for you. That's a plus. Because you see, some people they, they don't so you know, some people can give into the ministry, but they, they never they've never seen that man of God to give to him. But when you give to him is for your life, those are the things the highest, the highest form of giving in all of the word of God, in all the whole world, the highest form of giving is the giving that you do into the amenity, not the giving you give to the poor. Listen to me, I talked about the poor the other day It's good to give to the poor But God doesn't recognize Giving to the poor like when you put into the anointing You know why? Because giving to a poor man does not save his soul And God is more important He's more specific and concerned About souls than anything else No matter how much you give to a poor man He doesn't stop him from going to hell that's why some people have got material How can pastors be pouring billions of millions of naira pouring into church, pouring into Bibles, spreading by Bible, books? They should give the money to the poor and share for the poor. Let them. They will still end up in hell. And that's not what is important to God. God wants to save their soul. There is something called eternal damnation. No matter how much money you have here, if you don't know God, you will end up there. And that's why when you give in the anointing, you give in the house of God, you give to the man of God, you are helping him push the world forward. There is something you are doing that is extra. You are helping him reach souls, which is the most important thing to God in the whole world. There are those who have kept their, pastors poor, their pastor poor. They say, Lord, just keep him humble. We will keep him poor. That, that's the way they think. They kept the man poor. You say, is it is our responsibility? Yes, it is. I will show you shortly. It is your responsibility. It is. It know is. you. i is. I've never preached this before. You've never heard this before. Three years now, SKC has started. But there comes a time that you teach your people. If you really... God says we are moving to the next level. So how do, I, how do you move if you don't know the truth? Listen to me. I told you, I said, I'm sowing the seeds. On December 1st that I've never sold before in my life. That's because if you want to get something you've never gotten before, you have to do something you've never done before. Even in ministry. There are some levels in your life that you've never attained before. Spiritually, you must do some spiritual exercise that you've never done before. It will move you to that level. That's just it. You see the guy, he has a jeep. His pastor has a bike. He's not concerned for the man. You see the guy, he lives in the mansion. His pastor lives in one room. He's never concerned about the fact He has the money. He's never concerned. He's not touched. He goes to the same man of God, please, sir, pray for me. You see, it's not God is looking at those things. You see the guy, he wears suits. His pastor wears coats. He's never concerned. You know there's a difference. You see the guy, he wears shoes. The pastor wears shoes. <laughs> He's never concerned. The guy uses iPhone. I mean, his pastor uses not just a 310. He's never concerned. It's your shame. It's to your shame. No, listen, I'm not talking about somebody that does not have the money. These are the things that connect you permanently with the anointing. Hey, this thing is like give, I give you. You give me, I give you. That's what you have the anointing. I'll get it. But I'll give you something. I'll make you comfortable. Your pastor must be well comfortable. Listen, you are not to steal if you don't have the money. But at your level, if your level what you can afford is matches. Some people think that's too low. It's not too low. It's not too low. If that's what you can afford, if that's your level, matches say, man of God, the matches you use in your house every month, I will supply it. It's not too low. That's just how to connect. Why will you be deceiving yourself? He's anointed. And what do you need? The anointing upon him. You you need the anointing upon him to do something for you. There are people in the ministry, because of their involvement with me, that literally, have moved to where they were, though I'm in my house, but i have moved to where they were, literally, spiritually, moved to their room, or wherever they were, and God has showed me things about them that I have to deal with, but I'm in my house. It's called transportation of the Holy Ghost. Why? Because of their involvement with the anointing. You see, these are the two. These are the highest kind of giving. <laughs> All right, First Kings chapter seventeen, from verse eight again. First Kings seventeen, from verse eight. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Who is him? The word of the Lord came unto a man of God. The man of God by the name Elijah. Okay? he is a really, really, really great man of God. And the word of God of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zedon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow. There to sustain you. Huh? <laughs> interesting. A lot of interesting things there. God said he has commanded a widow to sustain the man of God. A widow. Isn't that wickedness? Someone that does not have a husband to help. He commanded a widow. Did, can you see how God is thinking? Alright. Let's read on. <laughs> uh. Now, I want you to see the situation of this widow. This widow was really rich. I mean, he, 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 I mean he, he was, she was really rich. She had cars, had jets. Her house was full of food. The woman was rich. Right? Let's see. This is the one that God commanded to feed the man of God, to sustain the man of God. Verse 10. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gates of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me. The man of God said to her, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in the vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called her, called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. Hmm. Man of God, they give you a chance. You are taking chances. <laughs> Can I have a cup of water? The lady said, oh, Of course, I can give you plenty of water. Let me bring it. Say, Oh, when you're coming, uh, a plate of food. <laughs> and she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel, and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat and die. In other words, this is the last supper. This is the last thing we have. So after we eat this one, there's no more food, and so we know we are going to die of hunger. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said. But make me, thereof a little cake first, and bring it unto me. And after, after, make for thee and for thy son. He sounded like this man of God is very unreasonable. And he's a cheat. Like some people say, I thought it's the man of God that is supposed to give to the woman. You know some people accuse us today. A pastor is supposed to give to the members. Can you see ignorance? The pastor is doing well now. Why is he not giving to them? I'm not excusing my not, not giving. I give. But I want to show you the truth now. What the pastor owe the members is blessings, the anointing, spiritual support. It does not owe his member any gifts, material gifts or money. If he does support his members with money consistently, then they will never come big is keeping them in poverty. Listen, I have people that give to me from outside. Not from, they are not in case, And they give big to me. Now, every time they do so, don't think I'm comfortable. I'm not always comfortable. I, I thank God for it, but I'm not always comfortable because I expect my members to give more. Why? Because the blessings will be going outside. You know, there are those that know the value of what you have, but you yourself, you are with the thing. You don't know the value. There are those that know out there that this man is anointed. And so they connect. And so you, that you are members, you're not giving. Why? Apostle has never complained. Why would I complain? Because I am not broke. And I will never be broke in my life. In the name of Jesus. The reason I'm teaching you this is because it's the word of God. I have to teach you. Every time... They give to a man of God. They get greater for it. There are some people that give me things. Look at this phone that I'm using. Somebody gave it to me. One of my sons gave it to me. And it has been a great blessing to me. And to you, because I've been reading from it since. And I told the Lord, the next one after this one is iPhone. And I receive it in the name of Jesus. I don't have to buy it with my money, you know. God can raise anybody. Glory to God. Now tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Just tell me. Like the one that released this kind of thing now. Tell me. You think God will overlook it? You must be kidding. You must be kidding. There are principles I'm telling you. Glory to God. God. Well, let's let's read about this man of God. Sounds wicked to me, right? <laughs> Somebody said that's my last meal. He said go and bring it first. If people have heard in today's word, they say ah, that's the problem with pastors. Wicked man of God. Last food, eh? But how does God think? You know some people say no 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 the pastor is not supposed to, he's supposed to care for his members first as a pastor you are supposed to say no you have it no don't give me anything I can fast you just have it that's how the world thinks God says uh uh-uh, uh that's not how it is because in you the man of God having that thing is the blessing of that man look at what happened to the woman afterwards. I want you to see God is a God of it. He doesn't do things, He has principles And she went what verse are we now? Verse 14, he started prophesying to her. Okay? <laughs> for thus said the Lord God of Israel. Not because God spoke to him, but you know how we say, we speak for God. The barrel of men shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of all fail, until the day that the Lord sendeth rain, rain upon the earth. Because there had not been rain, actually this time. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah. And she and he and her house did eat many days. And you know this thing lasted for years. This rain issue lasted for years, and the barrel of meal wasted months. Neither did the cruise of oil fail according to the word of the Lord, which is spake by Elijah. Brothers and sisters, never take your giving lightly. Some people give the way they act about their giving. Your giving is a big deal in the house. When you give something, I told you, let your heart go with it, because that's, that's going to produce a miracle for your life. How can you swear a seat and you just swear. And you just give it. Ah, man of God. Fake. is my seat, sir. Thank you very much. Your heart should go with it. That must produce miracles in your life. Because the man of God is anointed. How can you make your pastor comfortable and your life will not be comfortable? Tell me, is he a fake man of God? A man of God that is real, genuine, called of God. Say hallelujah. All right, we are running off soon. I want to read something to you from Galatians chapter 6, now, New Testament. I want you to turn to King James Version, but I want to read. I'm going to the Amplified. You know, there's a way Amplified Bible would break it down. Amplified version. You know, some of us were raised in Christian home, Christian hope. And our parents have taught us some of these things. So some of us know them. So as I'm teaching it, it becomes easier for you. You are not so troubled. You know these things. But you may not have seen it the way I'm showing you now. Galatians chapter number 6. And we are reading from verse verse 6. So I want to read the King James Version to you first before I now read from the Amplified Brethren, uh, no 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 verse six he says, Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. He said, What will communicate? What do you mean? Communicate to him that teacheth in all the meaning of that you'll know shortly. The word communicates there is the word koinonion. Koinonio, beg your pardon, koinone in Greek. It means sharing, distributing. So he says, let the one who teach, who is taught, like I'm teaching right now. He says, let that one share or distribute to the one that is teaching him. Hello, are you are you catching that? Yes. You understand that? Okay, because King James used some English that are odd. they are no longer in use now. Remember, this old King James. Okay, so I'll read it from the amplifier. You get it. Then it says, verse 7 Don't be deceived, or be not deceived God is not mocked For whatsoever a man soweth That shall he also reap If you sow money, you reap money There are those that sow ties they reap plenty of ties You know what I mean, tie, tie, the one you not. Know. There are those that sow, sow shoes You want shoes, sow shoes because it says whatsoever a man so it so also shall he read. Now listen to this. This is general. But when you're dealing with a man of God, when you sow into the anointing, you may not get that. It depends on what you want. Some people, when they sow, the reason they are sowing is not because they want money, they are sowing for their health, wisdom, idea. So, because the man of God and that anointing. Is what you call multitasking. <laughs> so the anointing can do for you what you want. So sometimes you sow the seed. There are some seeds that will steer the man of God up. Listen, there are some people that when we are praying for them, you know we pray for everybody. When we are praying for them, when we get to them, we are steered extra. It, I'm not, not just only you all men of God. There are some people like that. Once you start praying for them, is that, that when you start praying for one you, you start crying why he's giving you problem so you have to, so you have to start interceding in tears oh Lord oh father oh. oh, touch his heart then you get to another one your tongues now is with joy oh Lord his steps are hold out of the Lord no weapon. Ah, you are saying that word. no weapon. What is this one glory the God so many things in my spirit. Okay, it says, be not deceived, verse 7, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap what corruption. The word corruption there is Greek word that can be translated decay. Destruction. Okay? It's not ruin. It's not necessarily corruption like they're saying that our governments are corrupt. No. Decay. He says, anyone that sows to his flesh will reap destruction, decay. But he that soweth to the spirit, to the spirit shall the spirit reap life everlasting. It doesn't say, but he that soweth to his spirit. You know, sometimes we've used this scripture to tell people that when you are watching bad, bad things, listening to bad, bad music, okay, when you are doing all of that, then you are sowing to your flesh. Then when you are listening to the word of God, you are sowing to your spirit. Yes, that's correct, but that's not what this scripture is talking about. Are you getting it? This place is talking about giving, 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 giving. So he says, for anyone, I will talk about that shortly. And let us not be weary in well-doing or in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men. Say all men. Do good unto all men. Whether Christians or Muslims, or just be good to them. But listen to the next thing especially unto them who are of the household of faith. That means believers. Why? Because that one is more important to God. Now let's run it off with Amplify. So you just listen. If you don't have Amplify Bible. Let him who receives instruction in the word of God share all good things with his teacher. Contributing to his support. Hello? Hi. Ah, where are you carrying this thing to? My pastor's house. Eh, your pastor is enjoying the all oh, this one. I thought you are your pastor that is supposed to be giving to you. You are the one giving to your pastor. You see, fool, he doesn't understand what he's doing. He says, Ah, to your pastors chicken. You know, some people don't give Christmas, they won't give their pastor. Eh, birthday celebration, they won't give. They don't care. Uh, eh, whatever celebration, they don't bother. That's a bastard. If you're the son of that man, you're, the ba- you're not really his true son. How do you so you love him? Love gives. Apostle, I love you. Mwah. Shut up. <laughs> Let him who receives instruction in the word of God share all good things with his teacher contributing to his support. Contributing to his support. Contributing to his support. Do not be deceived and deluded and misled. God will not allow himself to be snared at, scorned, disdained or mocked by mere pretensions or professions or by his precepts being set aside. Some people have set his precepts aside. What we give to men of God? What is the matter? He inevitably deludes himself who attempts to delude God. For whatever a man sows... That and that only is what he will reap. He just the law of sowing and reaping. And I but I told you the other side, the exception to it, the anointing, multitasking. Okay. Now, what verse now? Are you following, or you've gone home to eat rice? <laughs> verse 8 for he who sows to his own flesh. Now, this is what I want to explain to you, and you must you must catch it. For he who sows to his own flesh amplifies his lower nature, sensuality Will from the flesh reap decay and rain and destruction What is he talking about? Anyone that souls to his flesh He buys a big house Well furnished Pours money into it Sowing to the flesh He goes about to marry a queen with his money so to his flesh He goes about to buy big cars, big jets Listen, God is not saying anything is wrong with those. He just tells you the reward, the result of it. He goes to the market, how much is the cloth? 300,000 naira, his flesh. He buys the best cream that costs hundred thousand of thousands of naira just for his skin to be clean. So into the flesh. He says, anyone that sows to his flesh, he says, alright, but let me tell you the result. The result is decay. Because the flesh will later decay. That's the fact. Okay, so he tells you that part of it. God is not saying there is something wrong with you having material possession. He's not saying so. He's only telling you the results. Then he comes here. <laughs> don't, you, don't you know there are a lot of people that put a lot of money into things of this world? I told you, don't spend more than you give. There's no reward. Once you draw, that's the end of it. Once, there are some of them, they are dead. Everything they bought worked for, another man comes and possesses it. He, he wasted his life here on earth ends up in hell or oh? he ends up in heaven barely making it he lived a mansion here on earth but in heaven they, they just give him something to live in I am wise that's why I love the word of God the word of God will give you wisdom don't you understand you see a man of God he has never built any house for himself but he's just living here, living there you wonder, ah, with how rich this man of God is, you know there are some men of God that can build plenty houses I'm not saying anything is wrong with them the other one may decide not to build plenty, only one and that's where he's okay with it but from that place, he's sending money all over the world, you know pushing the gospel I personally I'm not interested in plenty houses how many will you live in? I'm not saying anything is wrong, therefore, with having plenty of houses. That's not what I'm saying. I'm only letting you see that the result of it is decay. When a rapture takes place now, including the clothes that you have on at that time that the rapture is taking place, you will drop it. Once you, you, the rapture takes place, the clothes you are wearing presently will drop because you are not going with it to where? To heaven. No. Not to talk of the other things. Sinners will come in and possess them. The car, the this, the that, everything drops, you're gone. Even without rapture, somebody that is dead. When he dies now, all those things don't go with him. The craziest thing they could do is to bury him with his money. He won't be able to spend it. You just wasted the money. So why will you now be those are the things that some people are they are gathering? Uh, you remember that man he said I will pull down my band now I will build another one he says let my soul be fat you remember that story that Jesus told us and the man gathered and gathered and Jesus and Jesus said and God showed up and said you are a fool today your soul shall be required of you we will now see who those things will belong to and the man died and all those things were left nobody think about it Some people don't give themselves wisdom at all. They just keep living life. (sighs) What verse now? Hmm. Okay, so that's what it means to sow to the flesh. But he who sows to the spirit, it doesn't say his spirit, he says to the spirit. The S there is capital, meaning the Holy Spirit. So he says, but, 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 The one that sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. The results of that sowing to the Spirit. What do you mean so to the Spirit? To the things of the Holy Ghost. To the things of the Spirit. You are giving towards the things of the Spirit. You reap eternal life. Listen, it means living everlasting. Not just eternal life for yourself, but for others. There are those that win souls. They win souls more than some so-called pastors. You you can't see them. They, you won't see them preach to anybody. But their money is winning souls. There's somebody in China. They are the one that sends that one. There's another one in this. They are the one. They are giving into that ministry. So time that, that ministry is sending someone, it's his money. No wonder God is unwilling to do without a giver. Hmm. Verse 9, let us not lose hearts and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right. For in due time, and at the appointed season, we shall reap. Don't get discouraged and say, what is all this? I give, 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 give in that church. He says, relax. If we do not lose and relax our courage and faint, we'll reap in due time. appointed season. God has appointed season for every one of us. So then as occasion and opportunity open up to us, let us do good morally to our people not only being useful or profitable to them but also doing what is for their spiritual good and advantage. Lesson to learn from there. Be mindful to be a blessing. Say I'm a blessing. Say I'm a blessing. Hmm. Especially to those of the household of faith. Those who belong to God's family with you. The believers. You see that? Ah. Everything is just complete in the word of God. If there is any subject you look for. You can't get. You have not just search very right well, Or your eyes escape. I don't know. Everything is complete there. For the good life is all there. If you follow it. God cannot lie. God cannot lie. I'm not going to talk about the giving. I will just move to another law next time. Okay? Alright? That's Sunday. We are ending up this series on Sunday. By the grace of God. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to tell you something. Which I'll probably talk more about on Sunday. When you have in your life the grace and the gifts that steers you to give. The way that's a ministry. That's a ministry. The way to kill that thing is to continually shut it up. I, I thought I just gave something. I'm not going to. Do it. I, I thought no, no no. Ah, is it now? No. Some people have some among us. You have that ministry of giving. But the only way you can build it and increase it is to be prompt to the spirit of God when He tells you to give be prompt because the spirit of God because you have that many sheep, from time to time th- it will whisper some things in your heart you say is that not my head how can your head tell you to give your head can never tell you to give your head will plan for you how you can buy the next clothes the next game let tell you to give that I rebuke you in Jesus name the devil say how can I <laughs> only the spirit of God inspires us to do. So for December 1st, brother, sister, I've told you my own for your benefit. And now what I want you to do is any posture you want to take, you're going to pray in the Holy Ghost. It will help your spirits. It will help your spirit. Come on, pray, pray. This message was produced by Supernatural Kingdom Church. To get more of our messages, call 0806-0087643 or 816 114 389 Thank you and God bless you.